Congratulations on your magazine mention. What's your secret? They said I had a pure, an appealing lifestyle. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we figure out, do you have appealing seasoning? I'll see you on the flip. I had been mentioned in a women's magazine for um, some of my lifestyle choices a few years back. And I started hearing from people on uh, social media far and wide uh, on my congratulations. And I thought about that when I was looking at some of the other things that I've been uh, greatly blessed to experience uh, when I have, uh, when I am invited to guest on other people's podcast and uh, speak and share. One of the things that people say is that I have an appealing personality or life. And in my neck of the woods, we call that seasoning. And I said seasoning because speaking of that magazine, uh, it was just a, a small, quick little mention. It wasn't, it was not a, an entire expose, by the way, but uh, they have contacted me um after that for other things to ask me uh, if I'd like to participate or, you know, those types of things. And a lot of times I'm like, nah, you know, <laughs> uh, because I, you know, I, I know what I, I, I like and I, I don't like a lot of attention in that kind of regard. So anyway, um, I asked this last go round uh, when uh, one of the editors uh, sent me an email and I said, like, why do you guys keep coming back to me? I only had a small little mention and they said, you have a seasoned appeal. And I was like, oh, what is that? And so we, we you know, share back and forth. And I was like, that is really interesting. So what I want to do today is I want to share a little bit of the wisdom smack that I got from not only that, but some other things that I see in relation to that. Because um, a lot of times what people want in their life is incompatible with the life that they have led or are currently leading. And so I want to just help us get to, you know, together on this and and be able to understand that it's not just in one area, it's in a lot of areas. And so today I want to ask, do you have appealing seasoning? Okay, so let's get started. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is to look at your life and see how much variety do you have in it. And when I say variety, I'm not talking about a quantity of things as much as I'm talking about a quality and quantity of things. If you look just like your neighbors, you do the same things, you go to the same places. Heck, you know two months from now what you're going to be doing on which day of the week because that's a habit. I'm going to venture to say that your seasoning it's not that appealing. It's common and possibly bland. Now, you might say, Michelle, that hurts my feelings. Well, it should. And the reason why it should is because in today's society, people are begging for people to be authentic. There is this air of authenticity that I am not mad at and I thoroughly enjoy. And the reason why I like authenticity is because to be authentic, you have to understand yourself. And to understand yourself, you have to be willing to explore um, outer edges. Because if you stay confined into only doing certain things, even if you say, oh, that's just what I like, then I'm going to say, says who? 
And if you say you, I'm going to say, well, why is it that your mind is not continuing to do what we're made to do? And that is to explore and keep moving and keep growing. You know, there are times when I look to see if there is an upgrade because I figure if my phone needs a periodic upgrade every few months, I need an upgrade. I need to look and see how much variety I have. And that leads me into developing an eye for variety you know, mixing it up. I say this too, because when I used to uh, do premarital counseling and some other things, one of the biggest complaints we experienced from folk who were having tensions in their relationship was that one or both possibly had they, they had lost the flair for keeping things interesting. And it came down to They didn't know how to mix it up because they had not developed an eye for variety. You cannot take it for granted. Even if you think that someone is just fun and exciting, trust me, they continuously work on being fun and exciting. Um, There are people who have had to take an oath to friends to say, for this amount of time, I'm not going to say no. And the reason why is because they had lost an eye for variety. And in case you didn't pick that up, one of the quickest ways to get or develop an eye for variety and mix mix up things is to say yes to more stuff. Now, don't say yes to stuff that you know and blind Martimaeus can say is wrong and will cause you to get into trouble, you know. Just because somebody offers you the brand new or the latest designer uh, club drug does not mean you have to say yes to that. So come on, people, use some common sense. Don't say yes to cuckoo-ness, but you do want to say yes to things that are going to give you adventure and excitement. And when I say excitement, I am not talking about death-defying excitement. I'm talking about moving things along so that you get to expand, expand your borders of what you will um accomplish and experience in your life. And one of the best ways to do that is to start at home. Mix up what you do for your body with your exercising and with what you eat. Mix it up. Another thing that I have found for me is to mix up the food colors on my plate. You know, I had gotten to the point when I was doing one of my quote unquote upgrade evaluations of self-assessments. And I was noticing, I was like, hmm, I am not having enough of various colors of food on my plate. And I was like, "Mm, we're looking, you know, and now this was um, uh, at the end of winter. I was like, we are looking a little too orange brown, you know, that kind of stuff over here. And so, um, I I mean, and green, because like, you know, it's like, it's easy just to grab some broccoli or some Brussels sprouts and, you know, eat, eat just that. You know, I was like, when's the last time I had some eggplant and, you know, just different little things to give some more pop and color to, to what I ate. And just by mixing that up, I immediately felt it in an energy shift in my body. And that brings me to the next one. And that is consider mixing up your energy. Learn to have a repertoire. I have uh, found that for me, I have to consciously think about that more than I would like. And that lets me know that's a, a big area. So fast, slow, medium, up, down, chill, excited. 
those are the, some of the things on my menu of what I am trying to make sure that I experience and not just manufacture or force, but truly experience. It uh, includes the type of uh, things that I seek to enjoy. I have never been one that liked horror So I don't do horror, but what I will do is now I'm starting to incorporate more thrillers, uh, psychological thrillers (laughs) in my repertoire of stuff that I I try to use for entertainment, you know, because everything can't be um, Powerpuff Girls, ponies and sparkles. And I'm not saying that that's just been my regular, but but I'm you, you get the point, you know. So mixing up your energy and the best way to mix up your energy is, like I said, by uh, considering what you do and what you interact with that causes you entertainment. Okay, so I am having to include some more expense, so I get that higher uh, responsive a- interaction in my in my world and in my diet. Of, of, of what I have. And then this is another one. What you do and how you go about pursuing your future. Mix up what you want to accomplish. Um, I love and hate the concept of the bucket list. And the reason why I love and hate it is because it has that morbidity of when I die. I want to do this before I die. And I'm okay with that. But then I'm not okay with it because sometimes people still say, well, I have a few years. I'm not going to die yet. You don't know. Do what it is that you find enjoyable. Um, I live in an area where there are, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the planes. People jump out the planes. Skydiving. Yes. Okay. I live in an area where they have two pretty large skydiving facilities. That has never been something that's been on my my bucket list. It's not that I'm scared of it or anything. I just, it, for whatever reason, it's just not really gotten me. But when I mention that to people who know me and come and visit, they get excited. And then I've actually had three such in encounters where they followed through and said it was life-changing and they loved it. And I was just, you know, glad to be able to uh, tell them about that. Now, on the other hand, whereas they might be into, you know, skydiving, I went um, snorkeling and then I went um, uh, deep diving. And that was amazing to me. You know, astrologically, you could say it's because I am a cardinal sign uh, with earth elements. And that's why, you know, I decided to go low and, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, You know, there's more of that mystical stuff that you could talk about. But when I did that, it was exciting because it it had a hint of scariness to me and actually feeling the pressure on my body. Oh my gosh, that was a different kind of feeling. And having to go through the little lessons about, you know, using the little meter on how fast to come up so that your body, you know, you don't get the bends and stuff. It was just crazy. And I only did it once and it was a while ago, but it was something that helped me mix up things. The next thing is, is if you are still like, well, Michelle, why do I have to have an eye for variety? Why do I have to mix up things? Well, not only will it help you to maintain solid relationships, it'll also help you to maintain a healthy uh, self-awareness uh, of who you are. Okay. And, and I say this 
with all seriousness, you can be boring to yourself. You can have it where your own body takes you for granted. Ask me how I know. Your body can get to the point where you're like, well, nothing new to see here. So let's just run on autopilot. And thus, you are not challenging it to continue to evolve to the needs that you're going to have. Um, I uh, was talking with a physician uh, who also is into wellness and understanding uh, preventative measures to help the body. You know, so she looks at food as as a food science as a way to do healings, but she also looks at the power of body movement and impact. And she was telling me and referred me to another article that I did go and read about how people forget that we have a skeletal system and it is one of the most ignored parts of our body. And she says a lot of times people get so used to just doing one type of exercise that they don't understand when the body starts to deteriorate from the bones within. And she said, you have to remember your bones. They keep this whole thing working. And um, and so she was talking about the fact that she liked HIT, H-I-I-T, high intense, high impact, high, in, high impact intense uh, training. And I asked her why she liked it. She says, because HIT doesn't take a long time and it's not just the same old just running or walking or jumping rope. She says it incorporates a variety. Here we go again with a variety, a variety of things so that the whole body is challenged to grow and and to learn. And she says, when you do high impact, it causes the bones and the muscles to respond because the bones have to get strong enough to support the muscle that's going to attach. And uh, it requires more strength than flab or fat. And I was like, yeah, I definitely can see that. And so she was talking about how to have variety in the body so that the body, first of all, doesn't adapt to what you're doing and just take you for granted and no longer give you the uh, the benefit of what you're doing, but also to do things that help to, to impact the body to the level that it gets down to the bones. Isn't that powerful? Well, I don't know if you think it's not, think it is or not, but I do. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And not for nothing, when you start to live a a life that has variety in it, people start to notice. You'll have people contact you, girl, what are you up to? Or guy, what are you up to? And it's kind of like them saying, I am really interested in uh, either what I've been observing or, or wanting to catch up with what you've been doing. And when you're able to tell them all the different things, now, I'm not saying that you have to be this person who is constantly moving, never sitting down. No, that is not what I'm getting. And I'm also not saying that you have to be a person who has the wanderlust bug where you're constantly traveling and going. No, not saying that. What I am saying is that you expand and put some more things on your menu and be willing to rotate your menu out from time to time. I am guilty of uh, something, and that is I am guilty of not being a person who who likes change in my home. (laughs) Uh, I don't like to change the furniture around as much as I should. And I, I don't know what that is, but I'm just being honest with you guys. And so there are times like recently I've had to force myself to start moving stuff around because I don't like to do it. And as soon as I move stuff around, I learned the reason why I don't like it is because I have to reorient 
to things. And I'm like, oh, this is challenging me to be alert again. This is challenging me to pay attention. I might stub my toe if I come in here with the lights off, you know. And so even with that, I'm getting the wisdom smacks that we definitely need to mix stuff up. And again, like I said before, I don't want this to come off as, oh, Michelle said that wisdom wants us to spend all this money traveling or wisdom wants us to do all this exotic stuff. Because mixing it up and having more appealing seasoning in your life does not mean that that is directly in correlation to having to spend a lot more. It's not. You can get great experiences by doing simple things. Like I said before, choosing different things to put with stuff that you might like to eat for your meal. Or get this, visiting other places. So say, for instance, you you have your church, and I'm not trying to get people to leave their churches. But what I am trying to do is, is say, for instance, you go to a different place of worship or community. Say, for instance, you go to church on Sunday. There are other communities that meet on Wednesdays. There are other faiths that meet on Saturdays or Fridays. And, and visit and get a, a chance to get some variety because I'm going to tell you another thing about variety. When you have variety, you get a chance to start to understand and appreciate what you have because it paints what you do in a different light. Have you ever gone somewhere and when you came home, you truly said there is no place like home because having had the other experience, it makes you look at your life in a new way. And thus you get to see things that you've taken for granted and they become new. Case in point, I have this favorite walking trail that I haven't walked in a while and it's got some two steep hills and I can tell when my body is taking it for granted because I will have taken both of those hills over and over again and not even noticed it. I'll be so engrossed in listening to um, a book or a podcast and I'll be like, wow, okay. But then I'll go to another one who it's usually flat, but it has one insanely long, steep hill. I'm talking about a true I think this thing is like maybe instead of a 45 degree, it's got to be every bit of pushing the limit of what uh, can be allowed in our area. Because this is not San Francisco where you have those steep hills, but it's it's a hill like, like a San Francisco steep hill where you are bent over chest close to the ground so that you can get up that hill. And when I do that one for uh, a little while and finally get to the point where I'm not about to die <laughs> on that on that incline when i go back over to the other one which the inclines are 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 minimal compared to that i managed to feel them that's the craziest thing you would think that they would become even easier no it's because my body is not used to having two of them instead of just getting over that one and i get a chance to appreciate both of those both of those walking trails that are are you know my favorites and just mixing them up helps me to Uh, get my body back to the point where it can't take me for granted and it can't just dial it in. And it also helps me to, um, I think, introduce new new things into uh, my body that help me to become truly stronger. Also, I will say this, is that when you get to the point where you are having an eye for variety, Don't forget to use those energies as well, because if you're only going fast, 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 fast all the time, 
your body will adjust for that too. Um, over and over again, I've been honing homing in on the adaptability quotient and how we need to become aware of it and how uh, it is going to become one of the prevailing factors that people use uh, when evaluating others. And I'm going to say this, that the adaptability, adaptability quotient is important. We need to be able to adapt quickly to changes, but we also need to continuously tax our adaptability because human adaptability is off the charts. I have <laughs> I have been to places in my travels where I looked and I was like, how can someone live like that? And then I have to remember that for them, this is their norm and this is their their adaptability. And and I have to also remember that given a few weeks even, I'd probably adapt to it with no problems as well, you know? And so um, I had to get out of that a long time ago of basing what everybody does just on where I am and my levels. And so I want to encourage you with that as well. And that leads me to this, this next thing. And that is a lot of people choose the bland over the seasoned. And the bland does not necessarily mean that it is Uh, singular or it is just one little thing because some of the best seasoned veterans or, or gurus or whatever are that way because they have made their focus one specific thing that they have become uh, powerful, prolific and um, perfected, perfect in their life. And those make for some of the best people. And it's because they are so good in this one thing that when they add stuff around it, it just makes them even more robust. You know, have you ever been around a person who uh, just exudes a, a sense of groundedness or, or wisdom or uh, intelligence or, or whatever it may be that you enjoy and they do it effortlessly? And then you find out that they enjoy something else. So like, for instance, I met um, a guru and they, they, are, they are very spiritually adept and all of these things. And come to find out, they are also a connoisseur of jazz music. And I was like, wow. And because of, of that, of them being able to show another side of them, um, It didn't, like I said, it didn't have to be a lot of things. It just made me have a greater appreciation because even though they are uh, singular in their focus to perfecting one thing, they still have a life where they don't take themselves too seriously and they're able to uh, have a well-rounded life. And that's another thing I want to say here that playing it safe does not mean bland. I mean, I mean, playing it safe means bland, but bland does not mean necessarily playing it safe. Uh, and also alive, we, 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 we mean that that's your seasoning. And, and to be seasoned sometimes means that you do become a master of one thing that is your specialty and that is totally okay. And that to be able to do that It takes focus, it takes commitment, and it takes concentration. But in doing that, when you have an eye for variety, you learn to never take yourself seriously, where it's not all of that. Because I will say this, that guru actually said that. 
when they were talking, they were like, never take yourself so seriously that you stop your ability to continue to grow, explore, and live. And they, they taught that a life well lived is, is a, a life indeed. And I was like, that is just so amazing. And I don't know why I wouldn't think that a person that was so spiritually minded wouldn't enjoy uh, a genre of music that the masses enjoy. And when I say jazz, I'm not just talking about, you know, traditional jazz. I'm talking about contemporary jazz. I was like, what? <laughs> it was it was nice to discover that. And that just made it all the more robust. You know, so yesterday I talked about uh, the epidemic of lack of uh, loss and loneliness. And I couldn't cover everything. But I wanted to do this one after it. And the reason why I wanted to do this one is because... When people have a sense of social isolation, a lot of times they don't realize, and it would hurt them for someone to just say it, but a lot of times they don't realize it's because you're boring. Yeah, so I've said it. And I wanted to present present this one to you. If you made it this far, God bless you, because this is the biggest wisdom smack I can give you. Having some appealing seasoning to your life keeps you out of the boredom category. You want to make sure that not only are you living a life fulfilling for yourself, but because no man should be an island unto himself and we have to and need to interact with each other, you need to not be boring. And having variety and knowing how to mix up things, your food, your energy, your body, we've covered a lot of stuff here. That helps you to be engaging to people. Remember the magazine? I said they keep, you know, from time to time sending me emails about possible things that either I am interested in or if I could recommend someone to them. And I finally asked, why do you ask me this? And they said, because you have a, a well-seasoned life. You, you've done a lot and you continue to do a lot. And we, we like that. And I'm like, yeah. And when it comes down to it, what they're saying is, because I'm not boring, And I don't want you to be boring. I don't want you to get stuck in a rut where you start being too safe with your life. I don't care if you go and climb, free free fall climb with your bare fingers. If that's the only thing you do, then you're still boring. Yeah, you you sure are. You know, because I can take the person who does that on a religious, you know, basis, but also who I can find uh, gardening or, um, uh, going and uh, reading children's books, you know, volunteering to read at the local library or the uh, children's hospital. Variety is just as important as, I believe, uh, specialties. And so keep that in mind that there is a reason why you want to have appealing seasoning because it is an attractor of good things and good people and more of it. And if you have listened to this this far and, and and started to realize that maybe you're in a rut, you know I like to give you something that you can easily start with, okay? And so the thing that I would like for you to do is I would like for you to challenge yourself to find something creative that you can take like a week to do, maybe seven days uh, to develop a taste for something new. It might be a new way of cooking. It might be uh, picking up an instrument something. But if you can, if at all possible, start with something that requires you to use your body, your hands or whatever, and start that. And I want you to give it the respect 
that it deserves. And it's just, you know, don't, don't go attempt, attaching, as you say, attaching temporary, uh, non-committal energy to it. Because, you know, deep down inside, you know, I, instead of that temporary energy, I want you to attach at the minimum curiosity, curiosity. I mean, even when people date, they say, well, let's go out and, and meet to see if there is a potential for something more. It's not just a scratch and itch. And if it is, most people get called jerks for doing that, you know? So understand that if you have been found lacking, that you don't have appealing seasoning, (laughs) develop an eye for variety. Learn to mix it up. One of the best things you can do is to mix it up in what you do for your body, the foods that you ingest, and the energy that you use. Don't forget your bones. Your bones are important and your bones will help you to have a life that's sustainable to do what you want to in the future. And then don't forget that whatever you are doing to continue to pursue something that propels you toward the future. If you have a bucket list, don't push it off thinking that I've got more time to be boring and then I'll do it all of a sudden when I'm getting closer to the time that I think I'm going to die. Do it now and make sure that you are not living a bland life that you think is safe. Instead, make your life alive, even if, and I encourage you especially, if you decide to focus on something, have other things that uh, make you rounded out. And that is going to cause people to be attracted to you. It's going to open up your social realm. And you're going to be amazed at what a fulfillment of life you start to experience by just doing that. So I'm going to tell y'all, up your seasoning game, people. Up it. Get that eye for mixture and variety and see what it happened for you. Okay, so guess what? Yep, my time is up and I do want to thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. I'm going to see you tomorrow. And until then, don't forget to check the show notes for links and support. Thank you all of those who are supporting and use our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. I'll see you later. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.